do it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> We're doing it live. I just wanted to say it too. <laughs> <laughs> you okay with yeah. Yeah, yeah, fine, thanks. Cool. Thank a little you. production assistant in the background. Cool. <laughs> What's producing involved? Like everything. Oh, I'm actually pretty hungry. I wouldn't mind some food. Yeah, sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> a massage? Ooh. Yeah, a massage would be good. My shoulders are very tense. Um, Tam is actually not sitting with us on the mics because she's not feeling too well. So she's mm. been quietly producing in the background. So you might hear this little voice. At a socially acceptable distance. Yeah, <laughs> yelling out a few things here and there. <laughs> Crystal, you're going to kick us off? I am absolutely going to kick us off. You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Well, I'm so excited today. Actually, we're all excited because we've got our first guests of 2020 in the studio. Yeah, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having us. Welcome, Katie and Dan. Yeah, thank you. We've got Katie and Dan Crystal. Great surname. Thank you. Great first name. Thank you. (laughs) Um, The masterminds behind Perth's hottest new venue, The Raft, set to launch in spring 2020. Thank you for docking with us today. Sorry about (laughs) the boat puns. But I'm not that sorry. <laughs> Crystal loves puns. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I need to just Google some puns. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell us about a bit about yourself and your concept? Yeah, so um, the raft sort of concept happened maybe four years ago. And uh, Dan used to own a little cafe in Melbourne called Stand Up Cafe. And I used to run events in Sydney. And we always wanted to sort of do something together in the hospitality scene and event scene. And we just sort of thought, why not? do it on water and float it (laughs) and then realised how hard it was to do (laughs) pretty quickly. So, yeah. So, tell us what the raft is for people. So, the raft is a 250-person floating event space. Um, We can cater for 180 seated and essentially we can host anything anyone really wants to host on it. We can do corporate functions, weddings, product launches. We want to do exhibitions. We're also going to do a lot of music gigs and things like that. So, yeah. Great. Music gigs. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. What's the acoustics like on water? Yeah, pretty good. We've got a pretty good sound system set up and we've also got a sound system on the tender vessel. So, people, when they're kind of coming out to it, can listen to music as well. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then we can have full bands play on it and, um, yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And tell us a bit more about the origins of the idea. Uh, I guess we... So we come from a background of hospitality as well. Like our family does commercial kitchens and we always wanted to do the front end. So that's when all the hospitality stuff started. But um, there's a few venues in the east coast of Australia and that's where we were living. So there's the Arbury Afloat in Melbourne and the Island in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty similar concepts. And Dan and I are both from Perth and we really wanted to move back and bring sort of our knowledge of the east coast over to Perth. Um, so that's kind of where we landed with it. Awesome. Yep. It's kind of an amalgamation of our favourite venues on the East Coast brought back to Perth. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And Perth has some of the most sunny days in the world, I think, out yeah. of every capital city in the world. So it's a perfect place to have it. Yeah, I think that was another thing. Like, 
we have the best weather for so many more months than anywhere else in Australia. Mm. And yet we weren't doing it. It rains a lot in Melbourne. Um, but Perth is, yeah, as you said, it's beautifully sunny. The Swan River is so stunning. Yeah, and super underutilised, we think, as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So it's great to be able to deliver this product um, to the people of Perth and well, at the moment Perth with everything that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, as, as we open up to, to interstate and international travel as well, just to be able to showcase Perth and what Perth has to offer, um, relying on the natural resources of the Swan River and just our weather. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point, Dan, because I think Perth, one of its big selling points for tourists, once we can all start letting them <laughs> back in, is sort of the water views, mm. the outdoor lifestyle, that sort of thing. Yeah, and when with Rottnest Island being a massive part of the tourist push that the WA uh, government has done over the past few years as well, um, I think it's just bringing more and more tourists into Perth to experience what, what we have to offer. Definitely. So tell us, guys, what was involved? Where do you get a barge from? <laughs> Where does one get a barge? Uh, it took a long time to work that out. Yeah. <laughs> They're hard they to buy. Yeah. yeah. They don't have them on eBay or anything? <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately Weird. not. Yeah. We tried um, floating it on sort of these plastic containers. Like those, yeah. We tried um, putting on a, like, sort of a jetty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we s- realised that it had to be on a big steel box because mm. it's just the way it floats and with the anchor system. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of help to work that one out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we found a barge in Darwin and it was an old work barge. I think they were actually using it for fireworks at the time, which uh-huh. was um, a bit of a shame for them probably to lose, but we're pretty happy. So <laughs> we tugged it here, it took three weeks and then, um, yeah, and then we're doing the big fit out at Kalis Marine in Fremantle. So yeah. So exciting. Mm. Mm. Speaking of weather though. I can hear it's pouring it's right now. Yeah. Can you hear that? You must be used to <laughs> yeah. these headphones. So. I, I am used to these. <laughs> what is that going to affect events? Is it, you know, fully weatherproof, closed in? Yeah, so I, th- I think naturally the, the venue lends itself to summer, mm-hmm. uh, but we have definitely catered for the weather when, it, when we do have those rainy days. Uh, so it's a fully retractable roof. Uh, can fully enclose with blinds as well. Oh, great. So, yeah, rain, hail or shine, we can <laughs> party. Party on the raft. Yeah. What <laughs> about it. the tender? What's that like? Uh, Closed in? Yeah, so the, the tender is the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so it's got blinds, a roof, everything like that. So. Yeah, I think just being an out, predominantly outdoors venue and the transfer of patrons from Barrack Street Jetty to the raft, we will have to work out on a on a really rainy or stormy day or something or night. We'll have to work out some sort of extra waterproofing for the patrons. Life jackets for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make sure everyone's safe. Seasick yeah. tablets in in my case. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, our little production assistant piped up. What was that? <laughs> I everyone gets a tartar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know when a you rain go to um, branded Ni- poncho Niagara Falls. Yeah, there you go. The poncho. Yeah, Niagara yeah. Falls. Yeah, that could be fun. Raft ponchos. Yeah. What's that waterfall in Canada called? <laughs> Maybe we'll keep the roof open and just let it rain. Yeah. <laughs> Why Make not? it rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's always been uh, like an, a goal of Katie's and mine to make it as safe and comfortable for the patrons as possible. And uh, the elements are a factor in that. So even, you know, the sunshine, if it's too sunny, there'll be umbrellas. If it's too rainy, we'll work something out to make sure that all the patrons coming on board are, are comfortable. And, you know, even if it is stormy, that they're not going to get super wet. Um and they they just feel sort of protected and safe because Katie and I have sort of grown up around boats, so we're really comfortable around boats. But I know there's a lot of people that aren't, and that fear of going across a gangway in the water um, can make people feel really uncomfortable. And yeah. we really want to avoid 
people feeling uncomfortable. And that is sort of one of the things about having the private tender vessel that's always there going back and forth as well. If you're not having a good time, which we don't think anyone will not be having a good time, <laughs> but if you're getting, uh, you know, if you're feeling seasick or whatever, jump on the tender, head home. No issues there. So. Yeah. That actually did occur to me. Can you wear high heels still? There's no like slats, you know, boats, they recommend not wearing them. Yeah, you definitely can. The barge, uh, you mentioned before that you could get seasick. The barge is so still. Uh, mm. It will not move in the water at all. We have wine glasses and there everything. There you go, Mel. It's um, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I get, like I get seasick myself, oh, which good. is odd because I <laughs> do good. a lot of water <laughs> activities. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be getting sick on this. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. much like you're on land. How many anchor by water. points does it have? More than one? Uh, it's a four-point mooring system. Yeah, so four. Yeah, it stays ex- like exactly where it is. Um, so the view's always the same. Um, and it's not like on a swing mooring, like a typical boat would be that sort of swings around the Moves one around point. Bit, yeah. yeah, this is in the one point. But a- as a result of that, it means that if it's windy, um, but because there's predominantly a sea breeze coming in, it's built and designed to eliminate any wind coming into the venue itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the open sides of the venue, you're, you're looking at, um, Kings Park, and then you're looking at Elizabeth Key and Perth City. That's all open, so it's just balustrade and absolutely open. But then behind you, where the southwest wind hits, there's a big wall with huge porthole windows. Mm. So you can still see all the water, but you're protected. Protected. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually a massive feature of the venue, these porthole windows. Sounds they're like you've thought of everything. Tr- well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of help along the way, I'll <laughs> tell you that much. Well, speaking of the launch, it's been a pretty tumultuous year. Did COVID have an effect on when you were planning to launch it or did you just get lucky that it's <laughs> touch wood kind of blown over in Perth now? Um, I think we got a little lucky, but also it affected it. If mm-hmm. that's, a, that's, that's probably the best way to answer it. We, we are delayed, but at the same time, the delays haven't been that bad because we've had that time to work out a few issues and um, sort of, yeah, just work it out a bit better. But there was a time there when COVID first hit, we were pretty scared and we're actually thinking of just pretending we don't exist, <laughs> hiding the barge somewhere in Henderson and just laying low for like a year or whatever, what, however long we Waiting needed to. to. Just chuck a tarp on it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we hadn't gone to media at this stage, so we were pretty comfortable just yeah. hiding. It was more mm. just how long we could survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're so grateful that in Perth we're, we're over it and we're able to launch. I mean, that's just yeah. amazing for us, so... So taking COVID out of the equation, what was your PR and marketing strategy coming into the launch of a new venue? Uh, so we partnered with Kin and & Co and they have been absolutely amazing um, to get us the publicity that we've needed. We went to news just the other day and we've been like bombarded with inquiries mm-hmm. and event bookings and uh, it was a bit overwhelming to be honest. We, we weren't expecting it and we're, we're very happy. So yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Good. No, I've had a really positive result from the recent PR machine that was <laughs> kin and co yeah they're amazing yeah if there's something perth people like it's anything new and unique yeah mm. yeah and then we've got a weapon of a an events manager court hoskins and she is shout out and yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's an absolute legend and she's just on the phone calling emailing getting getting everything getting everyone happy and making their bookings so it's good mm. yeah great so what sets the raft apart from other venues in Perth, aside from the obvious location and <laughs> the f- being on the, the water? Floating yeah, the floating <laughs> side of things. Um, it's it's open. It's very open air and it, it uses, as we were speaking about earlier, it uses the natural environment to its advantage. 
um, there's there's the other sort of venues that we see ourselves as being similar to uh, are generally indoors, um, and even the even the sort of the, the party boats that cruise up and down the river while they are outdoors, um, we're obviously going for something completely different in being a super premium venue um, that's permanently moored, allowing you know as we were speaking about earlier, allowing you to get on and off whenever you please. And the other thing we what it is really is a big deck on the water. So the whole idea is that any person that wants to come up and create an event on the raft can. So it's a really minimal space that they can customise and make their own, whereas a lot of other venues uh, are quite already set up and styled, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so it's like a blank canvas almost. Yeah, that's like, like yeah. that beautiful backdrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like those when you set up an event sometimes and you just get a big marquee. And then you can style it completely. That's kind of the concept we were going for, but obviously we have the facilities on board. Yeah. So, yeah. And you've got Hyder and Shears, I see, doing the catering. Yeah. So they um, create obviously very delicious food. They do. <laughs> and <laughs> they have tailor-made. Very good reputation. Yeah. And they've tailor-made some menus for us, um, for us. And also they can tailor-make menus for our customers. So very flexible. But, yeah, they're coming on board logistically. It's a lot easier to partner with the one caterer and they mm. yeah, seem they'll to know be your venue inside yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. And they seem to be the best in Perth. So So that was my next question. <laughs> you can't get your own caterer in separately? Uh no, no, not at the moment. For our own events, we can do a little bit of our own food or we can do some chef pop ups and things like that. But um, as I said, logistically, it's, you know, a bit of a battle getting something from land to water. Mm. So we just wanted to partner with people we feel really comfortable with. Yeah. And do you have a preferred AV supplier on the, or do you have in-house? This like is for Mel's birthday, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, my birthday's in September. Yeah. Oh, there <laughs> you Won't go. be done for mine, so. <laughs> um, it's got a uh, state-of-the-art sound system on board. Mm-hmm. Um, it is predominantly for background uh, sort of DJs. You could plug in a soft acoustic band into it mm-hmm. um, because we figure as though that is predominantly what we will be offering. If a client wants to come on or a uh, bride and groom and have a full DJ or a full band playing, we'll have to bring all our, we'll have to bring additional AV equipment on board. Mm-hmm. And I suppose with that kind of view, you don't really need screens, do you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a question that I just feel like such a fraud asking because I'm not cool. What's the cool factor about the raft? <laughs> <laughs> the cool oh. factor? The cool factor. Oh. Not Katie and I. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are cool. Thank you. Uh, You came up with this idea. I think the fact that it is a floating entertainment space in the middle of the water is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. And it's different. It's also, I think it's the people that we're partnering with too. Like we're obviously open for people hiring the space, but we work really hard and have been working really hard to partner with people that are going to host amazing events. So people that already own event companies that are doing really cool things in Perth, we want them to come on board and create a complete event that they want to style and Mm -hmm. do whatever they want on it. So I think it's about partnerships and collaborations with cool people. We do love a collaboration here. Yeah, good. (laughs) Speaking of collaborating with cool people, are you having a launch party and can we come? (laughs) (laughs) Yes Yes and yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say exactly that. Podcast over. (laughs) We're done. No, just kidding. (laughs) Got the invite. So we've touched on the facilities on board um, a little bit already. You also have a customised wine list I was reading 
Yeah, so we've worked really hard to create a really delicious beverage menu. We've got two beverage menus at different price points, so we can sort of cater for different people. But we will also do a lot of our, with our own events and with other people's events, we can bring on different alcohol. Um, but yeah, we're really, really focusing on supporting WA, especially in this climate. We think it's mm. pretty important. So most of our stuff comes from um, Perth, WA, uh, like craft beers, we've got taps. And then, um, yeah, I think it's just really important to support what we can around here. And I think Perth lends itself so well to being sort of a community. And that's what we want to represent. Yeah. Another important question for the party animals out there looking to get on board. What can what can you do and what can't you do on board? <laughs> what are the rules? Are there any? What are the rules? You can't <laughs> swim off it. Okay, yep. Yeah, that's liquor licensing. Noted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to anyway in the swim. No. no. <laughs> yeah, true. No, a bit of a Not safety <laughs> issue for us, I think, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want people swimming. Um, you can have a great time. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Can tick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's sort of, it's, it's, I suppose will function often in its capacity as like a like a tavern um and so just general liquor licensing requirements um will be in place yep d floor um, d floor great big parties <laughs> absolutely yeah What's that yeah day? i was just thinking you'd be completely booked out oh, yeah. for the sky show yeah yeah it'd be a pretty good view i think the best <laughs> seat in the house that well, night. actually yeah. will you be allowed to stay there isn't that where the actual barges with the fireworks are on uh they're not there. Further up. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, they're not there because we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, they better get that their permit quicker. <laughs> but we'll be pretty close to where they launch. The yeah. barge will return to its original purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bring it back to the beginning. Launch them off the top. <laughs> There's no safety issues there. No safety issues. be a good issues. view, wouldn't you it? You could for sure Straight do that up. in like Bali or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bali would definitely yeah. let you do that. Yeah. So we've talked about the tender boat already. So it goes from Barrack Street and ferries guests all for the entire event. Yeah, that's the idea. So we've got a sublease at Barrack Street Jetty Number 5, which is the furthest most west jetty. So it's actually the closest to the raft, mm-hmm. which is uh, great for us. And it will it will be available for up to an hour before any event. And it will just ferry people back and forth pretty much for the whole day or night or whatever the hours of the event are. Up to an hour. Is that for guests? I would think sometimes event managers would need to get on earlier than that. Yeah, behind the scenes, it'll be a different operation. Yeah, I think. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I should have clarified event that. Event managers yeah. need to row their boat out. The event manager in me went, <gasps> yeah, all the event Only managers. I'd have to swim. <laughs> One hour bump in, that's nowhere near long just enough. Just get a sop out. I just swim. I, have to, I would have to swim out there and hold my name tags like yeah. above my head. <laughs> I was actually just having flashbacks um, reading about the raft to like my year 10 River Rock that was oh, boarded from Barrack Street Jetty. That's exactly <laughs> what I did in year 10 as yeah. well. It was like the shit back then. What did you go on? What was it? Um, Just like a party boat, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it was cruise. enclosed and stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 As There's much as you can have a, a party boat in year 10. Uh, exactly. Yeah, big party. No alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink on ours. Oh. That's something you can do. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so I imagine there was a lot of permits and permissions involved in getting this across the line. Can you talk us through a little bit of that? Yeah, absolutely. The, um, there's been a lot, a lot of <laughs> conditions, a lot of um, stuff that we've had to overcome, I guess, and work through. But I think it's, we say this, uh, it's probably all for good reason. There is, it's a, it's a barge on water. Like we need to be um, cautious of the environment, of safety, of everything like that. So yeah, for the last three years, we've been working really hard on getting all those approvals. Uh, we have to work with the, um, the government, DBCA, and City of Perth, Swan River Trust, MRA, um, DOT, yeah. yeah, 
Australian Maritime Safety Authority. Ooh. Trying to list them off. Uh, liquor licensing. Um, yeah. So we applied in 2000. We got our approvals in 2018. And then we got our liquor license in 2019. And then now obviously 2020, we're ready to launch. Mm. So wow. It's been a long journey then. Yeah, it has. It's been a really long journey. A lot of learning. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a roller coaster. Sure. can imagine. Yeah. 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 We've sort of both been on and off full time on it for, for four years now. Yeah. Um, there's times when you don't think it's going to happen because you're hitting your head against a wall and then suddenly you make a breakthrough and you're back on and then COVID happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a big war, but yeah, yes. got through it. Definitely tested our patience, but <laughs> recently it's all been worth it. So And our friendship at times. <laughs> we still get along, which is nice. Yeah. So who's the boss? Katie. <laughs> <Daniel>. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. No, actually, it's an interesting big question. Brother. A lot of people, yeah, big brother. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people ask us uh, how we, because Katie and I actually do get along really well. Um, a lot of people <laughs> just say, you know, how do you work with your sister? Yeah. Don't you guys fight all the time? You know, sibling rivalry, et cetera, et cetera. But I think our sort of skill set lay in such different areas of what we're doing that there's never really a clash. We kind of both just know instinctively who has to do which matter that comes our way. Um, and we both rely on each other a lot. Well, I know I rely on Katie a lot. Yeah. With a lot of the stuff that we <laughs> I do. Know, we, do. We both do. Um, and so I think that's just how, we, how we've managed it for this long and I hope we can keep managing it that way. Yeah, Dan has, Dan has more the finance uh, background so, and then I'm doing more the creative. So You make yourself sound so much cooler than me. Yeah, <laughs> but I am so much cooler. <laughs> She's the cool factor. Yeah, yeah there Katie's you go. the cool factor. That's the answer to your question <laughs> earlier. Although I'm copying a lot of these socks. I don't know. Dan's got some cool factor. <laughs> I actually got these in Mexico. Taco I was, um, they're taco yeah, socks. Yeah, when we, were allowed to, when we were allowed to travel back in the good old days, we on these things called planes, if oh, you remember them. Yeah, yeah. they were really fun. But I was over in... Um, I was over in Mexico. Uh, it was actually late last year. I kind of left Katie a bit high and dry on the project for See, a few months. See, I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> the boring report stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where my taco socks are from. Nice. Mm. Hopefully you can go and get some more one day. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. yeah. So what else do you guys do with your time? You said you've both been full-time on and off on this project. Yeah. Um, well, I, so I, I studied to become a creative director. So I do a lot of sort of branding, website creation content for other people and um, other businesses starting up and then well, I used to run my own events so that's kind of what I've been doing in the background and what do you do? <laughs> Apart from travel to Mexico. <laughs> yeah not a lot actually that was the off time for me was traveling going overseas for three months. Um, no I so as Katie explained earlier I had the cafe over in Melbourne for a while and I sort of was able to jump in and out of uh, doing that so I still had it for I think the first two years of doing this so I would sort of you know float into full-time and then part-time when this was picking up and um, basically just get my mates to pump out coffees in place of me doing it for a while um, and then pretty much since we've I've moved back here uh, a couple of years ago now um, it's been pretty much full-time on this yeah, a lot goes on in the background before you launch your space like Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I can imagine. I'm building a house and just that off the plan is a nightmare. So <laughs> putting a bar and a funch- function centre on a barge would be insane. Yeah, mm. yeah. I often think we probably should just put it on land, but <laughs> surely <laughs> that'd be easier. easier. That's boring. Yeah. That's yeah. not cool. It wouldn't be as That's exciting. It's not, not cool. No. But it's this weird um, situation where we have to adhere to the building code of Australia, things that the city of Perth dictate on you but then also we're a vessel so yeah. it's the same with Australian Mar- yeah, yeah. Um, and there's the crossovers we kind of have to have to have the more severe of either code 
So you have to go for the most extreme. Yeah. Ad- oh, dear. Yeah, so it's, it's posed <laughs> some challenges along the way. But, um, I bet. Yeah. We actually, uh, just for another shout out to, to yeah. Peter Bennett, <laughs> our project manager. Um, we found a really great project manager uh, about six or nine months ago now who's just been full-time on the on the build while Katie and I have started to move more into operations. Um, and he's just been a lifesaver for us. So. Yay, Peter. Yeah. Thanks, Peter. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever listen. Is, yeah. uh, <laughs> is he not a podcast market? Oh, is, mm. is, he would be probably before a boomer. Yep. If I can, Got you. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you never know. <laughs> So the tender vessel, mm-hmm. is it how many people can fit on it and how long does each trip take to the barge? Uh, so the tender vessel is a 40-person tender vessel So, uh, and it takes about 10 minutes return for each trip. So we can take 40 people every 10 minutes is essentially what we've worked out. Um, so it does mean that for an event of you know 250 people, there are multiple trips, um, but we also do have access to a larger vessel to do mass transfers at once if that's what the client wants. Um we're trying to just remain sort of as flexible as possible and give the client whatever they want. You know, if it's a, if it's a big wedding, sometimes people just want to get everyone off the venue. Yeah. Or out of the venue, but Definitely. off our venue. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the tender vessel is a cool little, uh, yeah, 40-person transfer vessel that has a driver and a deckhand mm-hmm. to help the transfer of patrons safely, as we were speaking about earlier. Handy. Mm. And what about, what have you got planned for the future? You were talking about keeping the venue fresh. You've got a lot of plans, I hear. Yeah, so we're sort of looking to do Sunday sessions on board and we're partnering with promoters to host music gigs. So a lot of really cool artists come to Perth from overstate or internationally when the when we're allowed. <laughs> and um, we want them to be able to do intimate gigs on the raft, so just little small shows on the side while they're touring. That would be pretty cool and uh, we're working on all of that now. Yeah, some acoustic side shows. Um and then we also want to, um, you know, do collaborations with sort of Perth International Arts Festival and Fringe Show to just be part of these cultural events that are happening in the city. Yeah, and uh, you were just talking about the tender before. We can actually go pick up people from the stadium. So when these artists are performing or or there's a footy game on and we want to take people, we can go pick them up, bring them over. Obviously the trip's a bit longer, but... We'd use the big boat for that and get them on board. That is such a unique thing to offer an artist in per- like coming to Perth and it'll probably make them want to come back. Because mm. in Perth we so often don't get the big international artists because it's too far. Yeah. It's a little bit of a small yeah. town vibe. Yeah, go from the Crown Casino yeah. to the stadium, back to the ground and then yeah. fly out. Pretty Whereas much. <laughs> this is something a bit, you know, a bit different that we can offer them. Yeah. yeah. That would be so cool to get on our Optus Stadium and go for an after party. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I'm sick of driving. Yeah, <laughs> only yeah. plebs drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the city via boat, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> and what about brunch? I hear. Yeah, so we're working with um, Court Hoskins at the moment to do. Uh, there's a couple of events she's focusing on for us. One of them is the bottomless brunch. So we're thinking at this stage it'll be Sundays from sort of ten to one or something, and just be a bottomless brunch where you can buy tickets online and drink. Um, champagne bottomlessly. Ooh, say no more. <laughs> Sum me up. <laughs> when you've made the sales, stop selling. <laughs> and you could do the bookings in 10-minute waves and 40 at one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's a great it. idea. That's yeah. it. And the other one she's working on for us at the moment as well is Wellness Wednesdays, we're calling it. Oh, so, we love that. Yeah, so it'll be – it's a great name actually. So it'll be yo- uh, Sunrise Yoga and Sunset Yoga. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you'll be on board for, say, two hours, might get an hour of yoga in, and then in the morning uh, we'll offer sort of smoothies and a light – breakfast and the evenings might be a uh, 
drink after your yoga session or something. Count me out for breakfast, but I'm in for the drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be early, but sunrise breakfast. I'll be there. Sunrise Crystal yoga. Is I'm a morning sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> we have a Accurate. we have a 21 year lease for the for the riverbed. Wow. Space. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> so we're there for a long time and a good time, <laughs> and a good but time. a long and a time. time. <laughs> and I think uh, one of the important things for us was remaining uh, on trend. You know, remaining cool, and that for us was creating that blank space that beautiful stylists can come in and make it their own um, rather than having like a complete style that we have to do a huge renovation to. Also, I think stylists love coming in and looking at a place and going, oh my gosh, how can I, how can I make that my own space and how can I make this beautiful and different to any other venue? Um, I think the, the standout feature is the water mm. and, you know, there's not many venues where you have 360 water views. So we've bombarded you guys with questions today. Do you have any questions for us? Oh, that's a fun question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Put you on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, I guess if I, if if it's probably more of a research question, but what what do you guys want to see on the raft? I put it right back on yeah, you. Yeah. Whoa. Melissa's birthday party to start. Birthday yeah. parties. <laughs> September. All right. <laughs> September's me. Crystal. Yep. Sorted. Um, okay. I, do, I only ask because we we learn a lot from other people's from other people asking us things and sort of we want to be able to create things for people and. Yeah, like, I mean, it's obvious, but a wedding would be amazing on that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. we actually have had a lot of wedding inquiries. I think it's going to be pretty... Oh, you can always turf your mother-in-law into the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> don't, I think that's against the rules. Yeah, a lot of, um, a lot of people that aren't able to, to have sort of destination weddings, you know, the raft's kind of a destination. And at the moment, no one can go anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. So come on the raft. Yeah. We can have you. There you go. It's true. Yeah. And some really quality cocktail... Events, mm. yeah, yeah. I love um, gin and tonics. Mm. Yeah, now so speaking Tam's language over yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did get offered a straight gin before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tam does that too. Like, would you like a whole glass of gin? Oh. <laughs> Maybe no. wasn't Maybe even offered the tonic. It's like, <laughs> just sure, like, sure. <laughs> we did an episode of gin tasting and just on the rocks. Crystal and I, it was like it was like lighter fluid, <laughs> seeing through time. And Tam's like. Ah. Refreshing. <laughs> Did the podcast start really well and just slowly go downhill <laughs> yes. as you go, or, or uphill, depending on you know? It was. I, I think we got funnier. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, we got much funnier. If you look at the subscriptions, you might find your yeah. audience sort of yeah. just yeah. Like, <laughs> the listeners probably dropped off. <laughs> I'd actually like to see a corporate event on that as well. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Like our Christmas party. Anything. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> our Christmas party. The, the youth focused Christmas party. Any <laughs> event. Would be cool to see on there because it's yeah. so new. Yeah. Like it's something we've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be one of the challenges for us. We will obviously hit the ground running and then to be able to keep the interest there long term, like any any venue or any hospitality destination mm-hmm. as as these issues. So um, that'll, be cha- that'll be a challenge that Katie and I will have to overcome because we don't just want to re- rest on our laurels, you know, of being mm. such a unique venue. Mm. It has to be unique but also consistently impress anyone that comes on yeah and we're getting a lot of inquiries at the moment for sort of smaller bookings which we didn't anticipate getting as mm. many so we're just working behind the scenes to understand how we can make that work so groups of 30 and groups of 40 can come on how do we at the same time at the same time how do we make that possible and um yeah i think we're getting close so yeah that's exciting cool. yeah. yeah just open it up to more people as well more more of uh, uh sort of corporates um, wider range of yeah people, yeah and yeah. I think that um, before you're asking what makes it cool as well I just remembered um, 
that part of the river where we are is actually only accessible right now if you have a private boat or if you're lucky enough to be invited on a friend's boat. And I think being there uh, and just being able to get on with an individual ticket is pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. That is super cool. Yeah, it's opening up the river to to people and that, that, that area of the river and the view of the city from that angle that a lot of people haven't had the ability to experience. I before. can't wait to see the photos once you guys start doing events. Yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. Be beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tam's waving at me in the back seats. Mm. So just asking about all the furniture, we have custom designed some pretty beautiful pieces, I think. Um, we partnered with Gabrielle Scott and RM Factorium, and or Remington Design, sorry, and they have created these really beautiful pieces. They're, um, they're just stunning. They're unique ones. There's, there's these seats that I'm obsessed with that are actually uh, subtly our logo. <laughs> 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 um, but they're sort of like around, you sit around in... Um, a perforated steel kind of look and then... You're the drone footage, you'll see the logos, but when you're actually in the venue, you probably won't notice it. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. so we've got and like some cool. big pieces like that and they're lounge and then uh, because we want to cater for standing and seated events, we have sort of higher tables, low tables. We've got beautiful terrazzo wrapping around wooden pillars um, with high stools and then we've got the low tables that can join together and they're all um, beautiful wood on top. Um, yeah, the pieces that they have created are just so stunning and so unique yeah. and I think that's what makes it really beautiful and all just, as I said before, done in WA, so done right here in Perth, which mm. is cool. Are they all, are they interchangeable or does the venue have different areas for standing, seat, low seating? You can move it all around. It's um, it's just the blank canvas and we can sort of put furniture however you want or however the stylists want. Mm. So, yeah, completely up to you. Well, the furniture as well was so cleverly designed because... Obviously, storage is a massive issue when you're floating barge. And so the sort of um, pitch that we gave them was just whatever furniture we have on it has to be able to pack away into a storeroom. And the storeroom is, you know, tiny. It's <laughs> it's two metres by three metres or something. So all the furniture they've built can pack away into that, except for these logo seats. They're a bit more difficult. But you can all pack away into that so that anyone can bring their own furniture on as well. You don't have to use our furniture if you don't want to, but it, it's there if you want to use it. Yeah, that's actually a really good point because a lot of wedding parties in particular, they have their own style and it might not be the Ralph style. So absolutely happy to bring on anything that anyone wants. Yeah, during that bump-in period, we yeah, that's um, why we have that time to I'm bump in. I'm just visualising the bump-in on Same. it. Same. Trying to put it into the tender, all the furniture. <laughs> Mel and I are just like... In the one hour we've allocated you Yeah, as in well. the one hour I'm allowed to Again, get the canoe. Me swimming with my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, on that, we've got – so the tender vessel has a loading platform on it and it also is an open deck as well. So we can, you know, stack a lot and fit a lot of people and things on yeah. it. Mm. Um, but the loading kind of area is absolutely in line with Barrack Street Jetty and then you catch tender out and then the tender is in line with the barge. So everything is super seamless and we've done that purposely for services but also for patrons to feel safe and walk in their high heels. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It really does sound like you've thought of everything, so mm. we can't wait. I can't wait for the launch party. <laughs> <laughs> now you've committed on air. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as good as having it in writing. Definitely. <laughs> Tam, did you have any other questions for Dan and Katie? Yeah, what are the figures? So um, sit down, stand up, what are the numbers that, we can, that you can hold? Yeah, we just, um, Tam was just asking about uh, the numbers on the venue. So the venue itself uh, has a person capacity of 300 but a patron capacity of 250 so it's 250 
paying patrons for whatever event, plus we will organise the staff. Um, And that will predominantly be for cocktail events. And then comfortably seating um, with no dance floor is 180. Uh, As soon as you put a dance floor on there, you go into around 160 um, as a bit of a squeeze. But we can kind of work with um, the different client to to make it work um, comfortably. So. Tam's like trying to sit there quietly, but I can just feel her. She waves sometimes behind oh, I you. Can't see. <laughs> oh, you know what we should do? She puts her hand up. Has yeah. a question. I was just thinking, do, what, I wonder if you could do a podcast on the raft. Yes, that's we, what I said. We, Crystal said, can we get the equipment out there? Yeah, yeah, that was this equipment you were talking about. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And we're not sure how that would work, but that would be so cool. We've got some time to think about it, I think. Our mm. first podcast. I'll work with raft. you to make it happen. Yeah. That'd be great. Mel will come down on a canoe. Yep. Great. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I don't have to swim to the barge like yeah. discussed. I'm good. We would love to do that. Yeah, so we can do really 2.0 cool. uh, on the barge. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. All, all the new problems we, we found. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we haven't learnt, hadn't learnt. <laughs> yeah, we can do post-launch. What have you learnt from that experience? Yeah, Learnings fun. from the raft. Yeah. Great idea. So before we sign off today, um, where can people find out more about The Raft? www.theraftperth.com.au Love that. And, and on Instagram, our handle is at The Raft Perth. And where else can you find us? Just go to the city and look at the big floating <laughs> venue in the water and wave at us and we'll come from here's September. Come to you. Not there yet. Not there <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah, the renders <laughs> beg to differ. No, <laughs> here's a test. Do you know the latitude, longitude off the top of your head? Oh, oh, that is a fun. No. No, me neither. I just thought one of you might know. No, um, <laughs> but uh, Katie Definitely had this great know. idea in all our signatures and a lot of our sort of events packages, uh, email signatures, that is. Just <laughs> <laughs> we don't write our coordinates in our actual signature, but our email signatures and all, all throughout the events packages, we've got the coordinates on them as just that. like a bit of a point of difference. And you can actually click them and it will take you to the floating location of the raft which is quite a good little hidden gem that Katie sort of created. Good Easter egg, Katie. Yeah. Very good Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. And I think another, I just was thinking about that because um, when we we're doing our beverage menu, we're actually having a beer on board called the Raft Draft, which um, will be, it is delicious. We've, we're, you know, working with that now. But um, we write where all of our wines and stuff are from and like the Raft Draft, <laughs> Swan River. Uh, Dan wanted to put the coordinates and we were like, we're, we're probably pushing the coordinates a little bit far, like people know we're floating. <laughs> people get it. Especially yeah. once they're on, on the raft yeah. buying a beer. It's like, yeah, we, we get it, guys. Oh, water. Calm down. <laughs> well, thanks so much for dropping anchor with us today. Hey, another one. Yeah. No worries. We had, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of it. Did you have a buoyant time? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. We look forward to having you on board soon. Yeah. We cannot wait. <laughs> Thanks Thank you so guys much. so much. Thank you yeah. so much for having us, guys. Thank you, really appreciate it. It was great for our podcast number one. Yeah, um, you did an amazing job. Podcast number two will uh, coming at you from the right. Yeah, a bit of a different point of difference. Yeah, uh, but yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, again. thanks, guys. Really appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. Oh, sorry, just on, on that quickly. Mm. We tried to get the raft as our Instagram handle, mm-hmm. but there's a person out there who has the raft as oh, their yeah. Instagram handle, and we're trying to make contact with them. 
to get the raft off them. So if you're out there listening. The raft. <laughs> the raft. Can you please um, yeah. hit us up so we can get your handle off you? What is the raft posting? Nothing. Nothing. Ugh. It's not even used. Nothing Wrap it up cool. the raft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing cool. Nothing cool. <laughs>